You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. In cannabis, what is going on, everybody? DGC, Scotty, got any news? Yeah, there's always news, man. Always news. All right, all right. I'll take it. I just got real, real toked up because I had a, a just a few little headache waves this morning, man. And I'm like, damn, this is what it like. For, some people get headaches every freaking day. It's just crazy. I haven't had a headache like in five years or something. I have no idea why I have one, but it's like, all right, let's try and get real high, <laughs> dr- drink a little you know, cold brew coffee and talk about the news and we'll roll through it. Dude, you're the kind of guy that gets a headache and uh, doesn't even take an aspirin. You know, that, that, that's, uh, I don't know, man. It's a little crunchy there, buddy. We'll see. It could get, Do you going to nibble on a willow tree, man? Yes. (laughs) I'm going to go eat some no-till soil. I'm just making a willow bark preparation for my headache. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's get into uh, this show here. Oh, I did listen a little bit more of that. Uh, you were telling me about you knew this Gary Vaynerchuk, right? And, uh, Joe Rogan's like, got some an good hour. podcasts, man. So it's a uh, yeah, definitely got good content over there. The shows are long. I'm kind of getting it. Why it's hard to complete a long show? You know, I got to go back to it so many times. But now I'm like, oh, this guy's a little. He's a little speedy, man. He's a little speedy gun. Like, just I don't know. Get, get, sometimes he gets a little. A little annoying. Dude, he won't let his eight-year-old score on him when they play basketball. He keeps on stuffing him. And he goes, they go, what do you mean? Why won't you let him score? And he goes, well, when he's good enough to beat me, that's when he'll score on me. We'll see. I'm only halfway halfway through it. Yeah, I mean, uh, seems like a funny guy. You know what I mean? I I do appreciate the – I actually like him a lot more. I read his book, and I didn't really find a ton of use for it, but I like him a lot more when I was uh, listening to him hang out with Rogan. But he still seems like one of your friends. He'd be like, oh, Gary? No, Gary's a dick. Everybody knows that, man. Lovable (laughs) dick. He's our dick, but he's a dick. Uh, (laughs) All right. We got two primetime supporters here. I'm going to shout out to – Mammoth P, which, by the way, is uh, actually in the vault right now, I believe. Yeah, um, we do have some little, uh, little 60s of Mammoth P. This, and those guys are so cool. Six. We just ran into uh, uh, those guys over at the Indo Expo. And just from the top down, from the CEO to uh, you know the, the PhD that's developing it to the sales, sales staff, rather, um, those guys are awesome people that are really representing. They've, they've got an awesome cause, and they're, they're fighting the good fight with them microbes. Uh, I've talked to, I was just talking to a grower in Maine that's using Mammoth P, and he was loving it. Huge results and just really digging what it's doing. So shout out to you guys. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Who you got? Who you got? You know, and I'll throw some love, man. I ain't heard from Danish lately from Optic Folier, man. He's always wanting to come on the show. So I'll throw some love to Optic Folier. I tell you. <laughs> I think that might be my fault. I think he has. <laughs> he has emailed me in the past, I'll say, eight days. But you know what? He's got my phone number, too, so he has no excuses. Uh, uh, phone number? What? Wrong century, bro. I'm not going to play that game. It's like you get mad at somebody. I emailed him three weeks ago and have not heard back. Meanwhile, the dude never got it. Uh, you know, if you're but not anyway. foliar spraying your plants, you really are missing, uh, you know, a benefit, you know, uh, to, to improve it slightly. I'm not going to say it's the difference between success and failure. Uh, but when you're really trying to grow the dank, there's all sorts of little tricks that really great growers do. I remember talking to Costa Mesa Steve back in the day, and he was like, oh, you got a foliar. You know, if you're not going to foliar, you're not going to get there so uh you know you know so just optic foliar makes a whole line a suite of, of foliar products what four or five different products uh, watts rev the transport and uh really good stuff check it out and uh yeah is there any of that in the vault too there's tons tons of it man i'm telling you we're loaded up with all the good stuff from our sponsors i didn't even know that was in the vault all right cool i might have to get myself some nugs yeah shopping absolutely except yeah. i think i can log in and adjust my nugs I, I'm, I don't think cheat I'm the system so man just... you know what happens if you cheat the system you get kicked out man i'm gonna go buy the whole vault <laughs> created nugs anyway you gotta have a nug right, intervention man. with the dude he's gone nug crazy man potent ponics got more nugs than maestro in. now Potent Ponics was giving us a heads up, man, and uh, giving an executive producer here to uh, Dennis Perone. Yeah, man. And Scotty's got some some info here. You know more than me about Dennis Perone, and why don't we why don't we get into it a little bit? Yeah, you know, I just uh, you know you hear about Jack Herr all the time. He's like the you know the poster boy for the you know the cannabis movement, and he was running around all in the '90s. Um, but there was a lot of people, you know, whatever. He, he did a great job, man. I'm super proud of of those efforts. But there was other people that responsible for uh, the progression of what's happened with cannabis. I mean, it's not an accident. It actually, there was a really terrible climate for cannabis in the 70s and the 80s, and there was these guys that were fighting for it, and Dennis Perone is an absolute hero to the cannabis community, and he's, he's definitely one of those guys, man. Um, he was like a Vietnam vet, came back in like 1974, and uh, with, uh, I think, like a kilo of uh, fine uh, Thai stick. I don't know if it was Thai stick or Vietnamese, whatever, but some great weed in his backpack, and uh, he never stopped <laughs> never stopped selling weed since, man, or cannabis, I should call it now, man. I should respect yeah. it. I should respect it, but... Um, yeah, he was all around it in the 70s. Uh, he opened up like a cannabis restaurant in 1974 when I think it was called The Island or something like that. And um, worked with guys that were like, like Harvey Milk was one of those guys. He was like a gay politician in the uh, in the, the mid 70s in San Francisco. And it was uh, Dennis Prone is gay. And he's saying that that uh, it was weird that. It's not weird, but the gay gay community and the gay lesbian, transsexual, bisexual, transgender. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they had, they had a lot in general with the cannabis community because they were both being. This is what they, what they said. They said that people shouldn't be punished for their personal lifestyle matters that are nobody's business but their own. You know, whether you're gay 
uh, or whether you smoke weed, it's fucked up that because you make those choices, you should be punished for that shit. And it was like they were, they were saying in 1974, being gay was listed as like a mental illness in, in the, uh, you know, for psychologists. It was a, a full on mental illness listed as and you could be arrested if you were a dude holding hands with some another dude in public. They could be arrested for it. I mean, I don't. What's it called that they still have? Like you could be I don't know if it has to be a religious type thing. But like they have uh, probably get counseling or where they think they could change. Oh, yeah. Pray the, the gay, gay away. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying it just seems I've never heard it put like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, anyway, go it ahead. Was just so he was like hanging out with guys like this Harvey Milk guy. And so Harvey Milk got and, and Dennis Perone got the mayor of San Francisco to decriminalize pot or decriminalize cannabis, I should say. And uh it was awesome. You know, they, they did it. And it was very awesome. Yeah, it was for compassionate people. They said if you needed it, it uh, you know, if you needed it, use it. Well, anyway, the, the Harvey Milk, and I didn't see the movie. There was a movie called Milk with Sean Penn. I should probably see it. I probably will see it now. But um, he was assassinated. They, some guy, some wacko, I'm not laughing, but I'm wha- laughing because some wacko assassinated the mayor and Harvey Milk. And then he got off on the Twinkie defense. He said he was too hopped up on sugar to think rationally and got off for Four and a half years manslaughter for killing those guys. Dude, I mean, that's if, if Harvey Perone gets, gets a uh, Harvey, Harvey Perone, Dennis Perone gets caught with, uh, you know, 20 pounds of weed or five pounds of weed, he get more than four and a half years, man. So it made no sense, man. So it's just just crazy. And Dennis Perone took a fucking bullet for cannabis, man. He was selling, you know, selling cannabis. He was he was like a hero for AIDS patients. AIDS. Yeah, I'm in an article here talking about that. It says by 1990, secret marijuana store opened at 194 Church Street in San Francisco, almost exclusively. Catering to homosexuals suffering from AIDS. Yeah, it was such, and you got to understand, I was a kid back then. I lived through it. It was a completely uncompassionate time, man. They were in denial for a super long time. It was the just say no times. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, the homosexuals weren't treated so well. So it was, it was just a really messed up time, man. So, uh, and these guys were really fighting a good fight for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people don't really know too much about Dennis Perone, so I just want to say, what, you know, what a hero. Oh, I got to tell you this story about him getting shot, though, man. You know, he had basically like a, uh, you know, a compassion club. And, uh, dude, it freaking lasted for like two and a half, three years. I think in the late 70s, somebody came, a uh, cop came in and just hated, hated just gay people, man. So he just shot him, man. He, sh- he shot Dennis Perone right in the leg. What? Um <laughs> Dude, just check this out, though, man. So they're at trial. Now Dennis Perone gets shot in the leg, and they they have like 200 pounds of of cannabis in there. So now he's on all these charges, okay? Dude, Dennis Perone walks up to the cops. He's the cop at trial. And, you know, Dennis Perone's a gay guy. He goes, hey, sweetheart, I like your shoes. And the cop flipped (laughs) the fuck out right in the middle of court. You know, it's in the 70s. Call him a motherfucking faggot. He goes, I wish I killed you. So there'd be one less faggot in the world. And everybody heard it. The jury heard it. The judge heard it. And it blew the trial. Blew the, I don't know if everybody oh heard God. it, but enough people heard it where it blew, yeah. blew the trial. Um, but it's still, then he, he got six months in jail uh, for getting shot by a dickhead cop, man. So and, and that's crazy. And what I heard is what I think is so like gangster about him, man. It's just OG about him, man. Is he continued continued to sell cannabis from his bed while he was recovering from getting shot in the leg. He was still selling weed. 
<laughs> you know? So I don't know. I just thought he's really cool. He, he's he's also one of the guys. He's okay. So that ain't even what he did. He started a compassionate club, uh, compassion club in the nineties called the San Francisco Cannabis Buyers Club, and um, it was kind of like the first. Uh, you know, not, not really a dispensary model. What do they call that, man? The members model. You know, I don't know, like a, a collective. Collective. Maybe. Thank you, know. sir. Thank you. A collective. That was the word I was looking for. And uh, he ended up writing or co-writing. He wrote the original Proposition Two Fifteen, and was really like the guy that got it going. You know, Proposition Two Fifteen is what got cannabis decriminalized in, uh, or whatever. Would it be decriminalized for medical use in California? Is that what you would say? Uh, I, I don't know the exact wording, but yeah, it sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, man. So I mean, that's is it, an it's an amazing is guy defense? and a hero. So do, I totally agree with that, and it's cool to hear these stories about him. Uh, you had mentioned that the uh, that this guy that assassinated um, the mayor and Harvey Milk um, in 1978 used the Twinkie defense yes. about being too sugared up. Is that is that for real? That's like, for real, man. I mean, we're talking actual like sugar. That's it's not. That's not code for a type of drug. He got four and a half <laughs> years for manslaughter. A manslaughter is when you just go nuts and do something and kill somebody because he was sugared up. He just saw those gay guys and was had so much sugar they just had to kill him. What the fuck Gosh. is that, man? That's dirty. Everything, man. That's dirty from the top down, right there. I'm going yeah. to agree with him. Yeah, no <laughs> that good. seems reasonable. The fuck is that? All right. Anyway, man. So what a hero, Dennis Prone. You're a hero. Uh, I hope I hope you are comfortable and relaxing, and I hope you feel better, brother. Hell yeah, me as well. Me as well. And uh, I didn't find any news. I looked. I was trying to see if there's any updates or anything. It just sounds like uh, he's he's not doing so hot. So keep him in your thoughts and prayers, DGC. Hey, give the guys privacy, will you? All right, you know me. You, you mean give the guy privacy because I'm Googling around? Right, right. I just talked about him I on the Google air for 20 minutes. <laughs> I Google research people. Hell just yeah. Let you know. Anyway. I, I think um, he is on Facebook. You know, I was able to find him on Facebook. I sent him over a message telling him what I thought of him, what a hero I thought he was. I, I don't know if he read it or somebody read it to him, but, you know, you can always hope. Hell Yeah. Well, let's go to we got a bunch of news here. Oh, we could t- t- uh, feature one of these uh, dank nugs here. Clyde Max. Clyde Max put in for the dank nug of the day. Over at DudeGrows.com, you guys can go to nugs, submit your meme. I think you get a 1,000 nugs if we're talking about it up on the show. And Clyde Max has got some plush berry. And Beauty. Yeah, even without being, I mean, the bottom image is a little better, the, like the most awesome. And this isn't really all about being like a photo contest over here, but it's cool. And we get really good pictures. The purpling in this flower is kind of, it just reminds me of uh, grape first, I guess, but very pretty. And you don't always get grape, of course, flavoring when you have purple flowers. It's just the mind association. Purple is a flavor, though. That's for sure. What'd you say? A color is a no, flavor? No, pur- purple is a flavor. When you see purple bud, it usually has a specific flavor to it. I don't know if you call it yeah, grape. Yeah, there'll be some that are, you know, what what flavor do you think of when you, uh, the color red? What flavor is that? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good at that stuff, man, all right? Fake I'll bet you most people would say hot. No. Like heat, hmm. anyway. Yeah. We'll do I'm a, not we'll most do people. Don't be throwing we'll me in the buckets, a, man. All right, we'll look at Clyde pure, Max. Pure. Clyde Max is... Totally not most people. Listen, it says, lover of all things Zeppelin, Joplin, Floyd, and Hendrix. 
Wu-Tang Financial. Diversify your bonds. Okay, what is that? So, you know, Joplin in the morning, a little little Wu-Tang in the afternoon. Is that what's going on? Thanks for participating over there in the uh, the, the nug area. I shouldn't say that, but putting up memes. Sorry, I'm I am a little slow because it's got pretty high to try and beat this headache, but it's still kicking a little. Everything right now is moving around weird, Uh-oh. and it's trying to get sorted. Hey man, check so out this good. meme I found from Joe Rogan. You, uh, it's not from Joe Rogan. Somebody made a Joe Rogan meme on Instagram, <laughs> and I thought it was I did see thought this. it was kind of cool, man, because it's so fucking true, man. It says, uh, it's Joe Rogan just with his what the fuck face, you know, stand up. And it says, believe lives matter more. Don't believe it? With a question mark. It says, check out a police canine funeral. If the person who killed the dog is charged as if they killed a human. I'm sorry. It says, the person person who killed the dog is charged as if they killed a human. And the canine is given a human funeral. If the law was fucking equal, police would be charged for killing our dogs just like citizens are. When citizens kill their dogs. And what that means is if you've ever had had an encounter with the cops coming into your house, they are the first to kill your fucking dogs, man. It is so fucked up, man. They come in with guns blazing, dogs are barking, and they kill them right in front of your family, man. It's the fucking most fucked up shit. So this is uh this is so true. No, not all the time. Not a lot of the fucking time, man. It's a goddamn miracle if you survive a bu- if you or your dog survives a bust. It is. Yeah, I mean a dog's natural full on reaction. I mean you've come over to my house, Scotty. My dog knows you, but she still runs and charges and barks at you. Doesn't do anything, but it's like yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, they, sh- they shouldn't hear, show up with guns, man. You know, they shouldn't. You know, cops shouldn't show. I seen the, somebody put a picture up of everybody's dissing on Trump. Somebody put up a picture of uh, what Clinton did when he sent the Elian Gonzalez. There was a kid hiding in the closet with his dad that was trying that floated over from Cuba, and uh, they went in with machine guns and literally stuck a gun. The picture is the gun stuck to his head. You know, it stuck to the little kid's head while they're hiding in a closet, and it's like. Did you say they shouldn't shouldn't show up with guns? No, you don't show up with guns to a fucking seven to take a seven year old back. You show up with child protective services or something. Not with fucking guns. Hell no, man. I thought you were saying in just in general. I'm like, man, every you got there's just a lot of variables in yeah, there. Yeah, you know all of them don't jaded. require that you show up with machine guns. When a guy has some plants in no, the house no, that you yeah. that you think maybe uh, you know aren't you know uh, whatever you know licensed or whatever, you just knock on the door and you talk to him, man. I mean, they got crazy shit where people are, you know, getting killed because the cops are the ones that are introducing machine guns into it. When people show up at your door with guns drawn, full-on machine guns and full-on military gear with tanks to back them up and all that, every cop has a boner for their fucking armed tank. I mean, fuck that, man. They're supposed to be protecting and serving the people. Man, that meme got you a little fired up. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the whole thing, Dennis Perone getting shot for all that stuff. And, I'm, you know, it's like a fish concha guy made this meme with the Black Panthers. And it's like Scotty reading smoke signals. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you just see that. Go to the first story. All right, segue to the first story. You can't. And you tell well, me. first I'll say. That I shouldn't that be fired up. Have, no, you can be fired up. When you have a story of somebody's dog getting shot or uh, the bad shit always gets all the fucking press, man. And it, you don't hear the shit where, oh, 
that cop went out of his way not to shoot to your sure dog when he was raiding to, your to, house. So that, that dog was actually attacking the cop's leg and breaking his skin, but he didn't want to kill it. Like, you'll never hear that story because there's police officers out there. I just don't like it that if, if you're trying to generalize is all. You know, people are gonna be like, I'm generalizing oh, everybody Jay, that comes a- into my house with a machine gun fucking saying that I, because <laughs> I broke the law. That's why we're here. I mean, 90 percent of the time, if the cops are showing up at your house with a machine gun, there's probably some Bullshit. shit. At least they're, they're- Bullshit. If the cops show up at your house with a machine gun, it's because somebody said something. That's all they fucking need today, man. I'm not saying I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying something is necessarily going on with with you. It's like there's yeah, it's based on information have, and what they think they're going to have to deal with. You have with. no idea how shitty that works, man, where they fucking just get people narking on each other and they might have absolutely no no real information on you. But what they do is they come kick your door and shove a machine gun in your face and get you fucking scared shitless, man. And normally what they do is they leave, tap your phone and just wait for you to start calling people, man. So Whatever, man. Oh, we, we should. We got to drop this story yeah. in here if we can. Look, look at this, man. Wait. I ain't got no love, man. I'm sorry. We need. We need. We need to to really change the way that police are compensated and and stop making them being revenue collectors, man. I mean, I don't hate the cops, man. If I you know have a problem or whatever like that, you know, if I need some help, I want to be able to call a cop and look him in the eye and shake his hand and give him the respect that he deserves. But when he's out there fleecing us, man, when he's out there. Uh, um, harassing their their own citizens man i can't be on that side i gotta say guys we gotta stand up for a change we gotta make these guys here you go man dea chief propagandist says agency knows pot is safe keeps it illegal for profit and this is the headline of the story man you you got this one this first story yeah de chief what is chief propagandist uh, it's in air quotes you know so but it's yeah, who knows? Yeah. so it's a person that you know i'm sure they have yeah i read this one you got it you want to read it yeah comes in here it's a former chief propagandist for the dea now turned cannabis advocate um has made startling comments at a recent marijuana for medical re- medical professionals conference in denver colorado i wonder if this was like going on from the seed to sale when that show was going on anyway um, th- there, um, Belita, I believe Nelson described what many of us suspected. The DEA is corrupt to the bone and full of lies In quotations. Marijuana is safe. This is from, I'll hold on. Marijuana is safe. We know it is safe. It's our cash cow and we will never give it up. Nelson said to the audience of doctors and nurses describing the Modus, what is Modus that? operandi of the DEA, the oh. MO of the DEA, the way the DEA operates. And ah, the, MO. Yeah. The, oh, I know what's behind the MO, <laughs> modus operandi. But the DEA is saying, think about a non think about what happens when you go into a guy growing 30 plants in, the, in his spare bedroom or something like that. You go into his house, you scare the shit out of him, you scare the shit out of his family, you basically ruin his life. You know, I've seen it to where we had a guy that, uh, you know, his wife's going to leave him after the cops go, he can't afford a lawyer. They, they fucking ruin your life, man. So, um, it's not, but the problem is they don't get any resistance. It's not like they're going to get shot. All they're going to do is, you know, it used to be they'd get a nice photo op for the for the newspaper and everybody'd be happy. So, I don't. Wait, let me give a few, on her, Nelson's background. So she represented the DEA in the international media from 1998 to 2004. She did regular appearances on the talk show circuit, including Oprah Winfrey 
and the Nightline show um, exposing the dangers of cannabis. Drugs are bad. Today she advocate. What's that? <laughs> Today she advocates for its medical use, specifically in the treatment of chronic traumatic. Um, man. Yeah. Encephalopathy? Encephalopathy? I don't know. I can pretend here. In parentheses, CTE. (laughs) I should have just said CTE. (laughs) The professional football players through the organization she founded, the Gridiron. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's that brain injury. Cannabis Foundation. What what they're talking about is that whole concussion syndrome when your brain keeps on rattling back and forth. And uh, yeah, it kind of really fucks you up at the end or after a while. Yeah, she saw. She saw a friend um, in 2000. She's uh, watching a friend suffer from late-stage cancer, losing more than 50% of his weight, and being aware of cannabis' ability to treat these symptoms, Nelson procured some from her friend, who along with a better diet was able to have that person that was in late-stage cancer live for nine more years. And then she also saw, um, she was investigating, this is when she's still with the DEA, a heroin epidemic in Plano, Texas, and discovered that some addicts were kicking their opiate addictions by turning to cannabis. At this point, she can no longer push in propaganda for the DEA, and that's when she left the DEA. So Yeah, I mean, the fact that but, asset forfeiture, that there's like cops and, and the police departments directly participate in profit sharing of a- asset forfeiture means that... They can just go in. I know with a lot of things with those asset forfeiture laws, they can come in and just smash and grab all your shit, and then be like, "Yeah, well, come and get it. You know, come come and get it, man. You know, all you got to do is get a lawyer for a hundred thousand bucks, man. And what is this? Fifty thousand dollars worth of shit? Seventy thousand dollars worth of shit? Come on, you know." Hey, here's the kicker: when uh, when when she got hired with the the DEA. She says, they forgot to get me to sign a confidentiality agreement, which is almost hard for me to believe. I mean, but she goes, and boy, did I know what the, know the dirt. They called me in and said, name your price, $10,000 a month, 20000 What do you want, Belita? She said, as she left the office screaming, you know this is safe, and you're keeping it from people who are sick. I'm not taking your money, and you better worry about what I'm going to say. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, so they're on the left. wrong side of history, homie. Yeah, and they're, they're and the not going to be she... thought of as good people. When you think of like the Jim Crow racists and whatnot, you know, you don't think of them as good people. You know, it's 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 pretty hard to empathize with them. So uh, I, I think you're going to see the same thing when you're like, so what? These guys were what? They were trying to keep medicine that we knew helped people because of why? Because their budgets were affected by it. Because it was really easy for them to go and they go and they would bust people and then they would take their stuff and then they would sell it and that's how they would pay their salaries and that's how they would buy new, you know, cars and tanks and guns at work. It sounds evil. Uh, well, all right, this ties in um with that. I got to say uh this quick uh this quick story associated with somebody we know that we heard over the weekend, this cat in um man i don't even want to say the state but in a prohibition state man this guy was doing um a little bit of growing he had to grow uh just to be able to do testing on some um, equipment he wanted to work with and he was a grower and it got out to the local law enforcement that he's a grower and he saw like one day he was in his grow and like i think it was like a shop style maybe like a picture in a shop somewhere or whatever picturing a fish store the aquarium store wink wink it could be uh i don't know (laughs) Know, I'm guessing. But, I have no idea. Of that. Um, but uh, looked out and saw that they were setting up. Like he saw them. He's like, "Oh shit! What the hell? Oh man!" Like you know, the the, the guy, the swab. Somebody's getting raided. Oh he man! Saw, like, yeah. 
And so he went out. He opened the door, went out, and said, "You guys must, you guys must be here for me or something, you know." And they're like, "Oh shit, right, you know, get down!" And you know, he said he caught them we off guard. We want to break your door down. In the process of it, they, so he opened the door. They ran in, but they didn't serve him his warrant. And he said that was kind of like I don't know if that's kind of like a tip. If you're going to get raided and you see them first, open the door and go talk to them. Wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, screw up. Then, screw up um, the, uh... they. What's that up? I just screw up the, the the moves, you know? They're like, no, we kicked the door in, man. You don't open the door. We kicked the door in. Go do, do well, that this over was again. It. This, was, this all happened, I think, about a year and a half ago or so. But then he mentioned that to, like, the, the, the lead officer on scene. You never gave me the warrant. You guys, this is all. And they're like, oh, shit. And so he's like, then they just basically robbed me. Right. He said they took, smash they took grab, a lot man. of his shit. They took equipment. They took product. Um, and then, you know, they, they were like, yeah, if you want to come get this stuff, uh, this and that, but then nothing ever came of any of it. Right. He was never, he, there was no warrant issued for his arrest. There was nothing. They just robbed him. Aggression will and not then, stand man. But like two weeks ago in the local news, like he said that, that a couple officers on that force were under suspension cause they got caught slinging. <laughs> And he's like, dude, they stole my shit. And then and then the story could be a little bit better if I could get more specific with it. But he's like, they stole my shit. And then I literally saw the same exact police force in, like, the county where I was at where this all happened. They got in trouble for slinging this. And it wasn't flour. It was a cannabis product. Oh, my more God. More of a concentrate. So since it was more of a concentrate, they, they, yeah. And then, two co- like, two cops got suspended over it. Isn't that crazy? It's like, holy shit, they robbed me, and then they're going to go sling it? Have you ever hung out no, with cops, anyway. man? You have. You know one. They're fucking people. They're normal people. And they see bad shit all the time. So it's easy to go to the dark side, man. I guess so. Well, it sounds like we could write a movie. <laughs> it's easy to go to the dark side. We'll go jail. You want anyway, to go home? Best cop movie? Training say. day. Uh, anyway, but very cool, um, that, that former, um, not agent, but Nelson there that worked with, uh, uh, Belita Nelson with the DEA is speaking out, uh, about the corrupt shit and about how they're saying, um, yeah, they know, man, they know they're just trying to make them money. Right. And we knew that too. Hey man, stop playing games, people. I, I got a segue. So yeah, I'm looking at, you know, checking out the news this morning we're trying to review them for the show. And I see this thing on my Facebook feed. It says Nightscope. And uh, did you look at this thing, the number second article? Uh, let me see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Nightscope. And it is, is, oh, it's man. like this robot. It's like this like 2001 Space Odyssey kind of HAL robot type thing. Look, Just picture like R2-D2, but like six feet tall and a little fatter. Yeah. And cameras on it and shit. And it it, it roams around in the, the street and just, I presume it's just going to, they don't go into specifics. Yeah. It's like a flashy video of this thing will deter crime. Deter crime, man. It'll fucking follow everybody, man. Nightscope. It seems like it probably, it has bunch of cameras on it probably and it just takes a bunch of pictures and like monitor shit and like it probably has its uh database fully loaded with like all the like people that have warrants so it just tours around the city and right. if, like a picture matches up it's like oh there is one of your wanted felons and it gives like the gps signal and you're against it you said right yeah i mean come on what the fuck especially <laughs> with what's going on in, in america right now here this guy's an arab get him you know i mean it's like dude they could really 
there's freedom and security, okay? There's always a battle between freedom and security. You want your freedom, but you want security, you know? And you're willing to trade some of your freedom for some security. I'm not willing to trade so much of my freedom for so goddamn much security. I really don't like to have all that security. I like to, to... be a little insecure, <laughs> you know, unsecure, whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't want my, I don't know what the fuck I'm eating tonight. I'll go to the store and f- There's no such thing as security, man. It's fake. Yeah, it's true, man. It's fake, dude. Anyway, uh, it's, this says Nightscope is an advanced security technology company that uses software plus hardware plus humans to, de- to provide its clients with advanced anomaly detection capabilities. Nightscope's I mean, long-term it, that's vision. That's what it would be for. Is, is, what's that? Go ahead. Okay, Nightscope's long-term vision is to predict and prevent crime utilizing autonomous robots, analytics, and engagement. Dude, does that mean a fucking robot's going to come up and tase you for smoking a joint, man? No, the engagement's going to be notifying local human law enforcement. It's going to say, look, there's a situation here or we've recognized. Or maybe they could could even program anything in it, man. They could program, like... People's cell phone numbers, and then it matches up. They're over here. It isn't yeah. like a tracking device is what I think it's going to be. Spray that spider oh, web like stuff, see. man, that you just get stuck in? No? Like, they could Too put far? it in a very busy um, area of the city, right, where there's a lot of foot traffic. Right. And if maybe it's just sitting there doing facial recognition. That's creepy like, as fuck, I'm, though, man. I don't know. It's creepy. I agree. There's the debate there with technology. Like, okay, is this, if this thing's truly getting... Wanted felons and dangerous yeah, people off the streets. Yeah, but why are you a streets? wanted felon? You know what I mean? I got dangerous people and all that stuff, but people, like, dude, man, I know someone that went to jail back in the day, and you know they whatever, and they, they came back and they told me they were. I was like, oh my god, and I was a kid. I was like, what happened, man? What was it like? They're like, dude, I was in there with all these sad divorced guys that couldn't pay their child support. You know, that's the people that they went serving warrants to and, and ripping them out of their homes on, you know, on, on Tuesday afternoons. There's there's the whole spectrum. Don't generalize. I'm telling again. you that that's there's... what this guy told. I was like, were you in there with hardened criminals and everything? And he goes, no, I was in there with a bunch of people that couldn't pay their child support or couldn't pay their alimony well, pay your payments. fucking child support, moms. Not... How about that? <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> dude, you have no idea what the fuck happens when you get divorced, homie. You I know. Pay it for not... your wife's I lawyer's you, I new car, man. that comment. I retract it. I didn't need to do that angry, but I do want to see Nightscope, this little big R two D two machine. Right. I have the Chappelle the Chappelle skit in my brain already. <laughs> Nightscope on, rolls Chappelle. through like part of the part of the inner city right. where they don't give they don't give an F, and they're like, oh, here comes Nightscope, and they just like slap a freaking Molotov on that thing, oh, man. vomit, and like. Yeah, I'm thinking like David like, Hasselhoff could still be in. He's had enough uh, plastic surgery to still pull it off. It's n- night scope rolls up. It's like and it gets it's surrounded. It's like, please don't harm me. There <laughs> are some reefer smokers anyway. over there, Michael. Yeah, I uh, like it. Man. Right. I like it. I give night scope a thumbs down. <laughs> Sounds like a good TV show, though, man. I'm down. Yes. Yes. All right. Federal agency. What do we? Yeah, got man. Here? Just this is kind of whacked. You know, federal agency makes it clear. Even legal marijuana, marijuana users can't buy guns. It says the ATF raises concerns about Second Amendment rights with a warning that pot is illegal under federal law and users of the drug, even in states where it is legal, can't buy guns. So they're very clear about so, it. We've covered this before. This is a newer article, although, because they've updated a form. And when they update forms, you know, 
That's uh, what happens. <laughs> Ooh, they, and basically, it's the form. They updated the form? 4473. Are you familiar with the form 4473? Does that replace the 990? <laughs> it's kind of like the 1099 <laughs> backwards. But... Uh, they're saying that, you know, if you, like you said, federal law prohibits gun purchases by unlawful user act or addict of any controlled substance. Oh, which man, is a provision you of the Gun dick. Control Act. What? Addict, calling of, you an addict, addict of any addict. controlled substance, man. What kind of bullshit is that? Hi, my name's Scotty Real, <laughs> and I'm an addict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love smoking weed, man. Um, it says the revisions were intended to make clear to individuals who are completing form 4473. This is basically the form that you lie on that federal law. I didn't wait a minute. I think I need to say that. I think I need to say that I did not just implement that you lie. You can't incriminate yourself. Federal don't worry, dude. Not on a podcast or some kind of fifth amendment thing or something. And yeah. Anyway, do what you want to make, make the wise choice. So that form um, that federal law does not recognize the state issuers of brother marijuana Jude cards. Need a man. And Christopher Arone, uh, a special agent and puff public information officer for the ATF Boston Field Division. The warning also applies to non-medical by states um, like uh, adults in Maine. So the problem is... What do you think about that, man? If the guy's like, yeah, I work for the ATF. And you're like, holy shit, man. What do you do? Public information officer. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? Do you carry a gun? I mean, obviously, yeah. this is uh, an issue they're having. Like Maine, I didn't know this full on, but fifty-five percent of the people in Maine own some type of gun. Yeah, <laughs> and they they like you know multiple reasons they're to, saying either because I think you know, hunting, they live in a remote area, home protection, whatever. Hey, I talked to my buddy in Northern Michigan, my old boss back in the day, and I'm from you know Florida, like Fort Lauderdale, you know, shit. I don't think I seen a natural area till I was 14, man. <laughs> you know, it's all city there, city suburbs, whatever. I talked to this guy, he's telling me, oh, I'm from Northern Michigan, and he's telling me what he does in the winter, and you kill a moose, or you kill some kind of a big animal in the winter, and you you eat off it all winter and you kind of hang out. He was lucky enough to have himself a, a pretty girlfriend or pretty wife, you know, and that's what you do is you hang out and, you know, it's you know, this is pre cable and all that stuff. Pre Internet This is in the 80s. So, I mean, yeah, if you're going to tell those people that because they like to smoke a little bit of weed that they can't have a gun. That's insane. I know so many guys that love smoking weed and hunting. I, don't, I know it doesn't go that good together because it make, makes such a smell, right? I remember I, my yeah. buddy took me hunting. All I wanted to do was smoke weed. He's like, eventually, we have to stop smoking weed and actually shut the fuck up and wait, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think this is going to be a matter of, you you know. Using common sense. Have, figuring out well, that fucking you, 50 states aren't all exactly the fucking same. Yeah, and I figure if you lie on this form, I mean, that's what this comes down to. Are you going to lie? Lying is such an ugly lie? word, man. Misunderstanding. Well, you got to say whether you use any any substances under the controlled one, probably under. The, and then if you say no, then I bet you once you do lie, like what is the uh, penalty technically? I'm sure it's something fairly serious Listen, for lying. My brother's an attorney, okay, and he's helped me out with this shit. He says when you do things, you know, like if you sign a contract, just gotta be high. If you sign a contract and you're high, you know, that gives you a good chance to get out of it, man. Especially if the other party knows that you're baked. Not in this situation, but, you know, you sign a lease or you sign a, uh, you know, some kind of agreement and you're both baked as hell, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your lawyer's got a leg to stand on there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, I mean, 
it, it is bullshit. I don't know. Hopefully, this is just all, you know, things to uh, be in the press, but not to be. They're not going to go out and fully, oh my gosh, and start prosecuting people. We need to have a couple cases come our way. Um, maybe some lawyers that will do some, as I say in quotations, I don't know much about pro bono work, so us cannabis users can have our guns as well, because there's no reason, even though in a paragraph here they say the Ninth U.S. Circuit of Court of Appeals ruled last August that the ban uh, on sales of guns to medical marijuana cardholders does not violate vi- violate the Second Amendment. We're trying to get a case to say, hey, look, you're violating our Second right. Amendment, man. What the hell? Right to bear right. arms. So that the sucks. The court ruled... The court ruled that Congress reasonably concluded that marijuana, in quotations, raises a risk of irrational or unpredictable behavior with which gun use should not be associated. That's because those people think that guns are for shooting people. That's what the Congress thinks. They don't understand that guns are also for... uh, you know, protecting your home from wildlife, protecting your family from wildlife, you know, hunting and eating that wildlife. You know, man, I just had well, a... just had for a, medical users, dude, because there's plenty of medical users. We're talking about... What about... A perfect example here would be you're a vet. I'm not saying a vet is more likely to own a gun or not, but I'm sure plenty of them have some guns, and they need cannabis. Yeah, but they hang need on. it for a medical purpose. Sure. But I what? got you. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But a gun, a vet doesn't need a gun. A guy that lives in the country needs a gun. Um, well, yeah, I shouldn't put the word need there. It depends on what you have going on. Depend. It, there could be different circumstances. It could be the part of town you live in. It could be that... You have an issue because you were raped. I don't know. And, you, you know, there's so many gun. different reasons. why. Yeah, I, I understand why you might want to have one. But when, if there's certain places where literally I'm, I'm not thinking about people. There's a lot of places. You shit. You live in some parts of Chicago. You should probably have a gun, man. You know, it's really tough there. Um, but if you're out, I'm thinking just being in the country. I'm looking at the hillside and the mountains right now. And, uh, you know, mountain lions coming and, 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 and if a mountain lion comes on my property and starts freaking eating my dogs or fucking with my dogs, what am I going to do? Go away, you? You know, fucking probably yeah. end up shooting the thing, man. Or at least firing but some man, shots I was around. Say you're going to catch know? 22, dude, because people that want, they need their medical marijuana card to have a better, to be able to afford it. If you don't have your medical card, cannabis is more expensive to have the options on the menu, et cetera. But right then and there, you put yourself, I called a gun store here like last week. I was just driving. I'm like, shit, I should call a gun store. And I said, what's your guys' stance on medical marijuana patients? Can I, am I able to come in and purchase a rifle? And like if our system, he said the systems talk together, you know. So here in Colorado, if you're a medical patient and you try to go buy a rifle, the system's going to say, he's all right, let me run your license or whatever and say, no, you use cannabis. I can't, <clears throat> which is crazy. Yes. Yeah, right? I mean. It's just completely crazy. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm just out here looking. This is. I just saw. Uh, actually, for, for the first time, I saw. Um, I, first time in about a month or two, I saw a big, big, giant pack of deer. Okay, there's animals all over this place, and I'm a medical marijuana patient. I'm not allowed to have a gun. I don't have a gun out here, and there are mountain lions uh, sightings or whatever the hell they call them. Don't, don't, what are they called, man? I'm not going there. What, what are they called, though? Well, yeah, mountain, are lions. mountain lions. Yeah. I'm just saying. So what? I got a 12-pound dog running around the backyard, man. If, a mountain lion, if I see a mountain lion fucking with my 12-pound dog, do I have to go out there and shoot him with a broomstick now? Do I have to say go? You'll never see him, and he'll be gone with your dog before you knew he was there. So don't okay, it. so uh, sorry to pick the <laughs> ideal uh, circumstance, but do you understand my point? Is I got to go. Scotty reels like, so you understand? What do I do when I wake up 
and there's a, a black bear knocking on my there door. Are, there was a black bear at the it. bus stop, okay? And so I don't want to kill the thing, but I don't want to have to go go away, bear, to shoo him away. It'd be nice. People are like are like looking at it like, oh, nature. And Scotty rolls up like, bang, 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 bitch. Get out of Dude, here. Dude, I might shoot Sorry. some shots in the air to get him the fuck away from the bus stop or my garbage. It's all, it's all good. I'm just busting yeah, balls. Yeah. I hear you. The, I mean, the, it just sucks the, that I don't have the right that a bear can just eat my fucking garbage now, and I got to yell, "Go away, bear!" And uh, you know, don't even have a little scare stick. I mean, that's kind of goofy. Yeah, you need those hiking bells that you put in. You ring the bells, and they run. I don't know. I know there's a ton of people with freaking guns. That's for sure. Um, and there's no reason cannabis, you know. And who's every? We're, we're way too in this country. Even me to maybe uh, I'll give it eight percent. It's my right, man. It's my right. That's why I need a gun. I want to exercise my right. Well, it keeps everybody but, uh, at bay, man. You ever, I was to first off, man. Remember at the Indo Expo? Didn't you? Somebody just uh, elbowed <laughs> me and story. was like, "What the?" F-? Let me tell you. Yeah. I was I was sitting on the couch in the trailer and. We're all getting real high in there, and I don't know who I'm smoking. I, I, I don't. I don't remember who it was. It doesn't matter. He starts to look like away from me out the window of my travel <laughs> yep. trailer, like stops conversation, and I'm like, "What's up, dude?" And he's like, "There's somebody's carrying two rifles over there." And I'm like, "Oh shit! Oh, dude, there's a." And then the the exposition hall next to the cannabis expo was a a big rifle show, the Tanner Gun Expo. So like every once in a while, somebody'd be rolling through the parking lot where we're all hanging out with just like the the rifle. And then me and Scotty saw some dude in our expo. Yeah, not cool, it man. Was interesting. He yeah. looked like he was wearing like like all black, yep. right? And he had. Uh, like kind of like a beat like a black hoodie right they're like a car or dicky style and black jeans black everything kind of roughed up not uniform looking and full on and i noticed for a second he had some sort of half of a badge hanging out from under his like black hoodie. i didn't see you know, shit who the fuck knows? i didn't see no badge man. and then he's got his sidearm freaking glock sidearm and glock just and no you know i'm like oh my god dude like that's fine i guess um threw me off like because he's just all and he he had like facial hair he didn't look all no. you know uh, uniform wasn't he in line waiting for the playground kit man anyway kind of it was like you just dude, don't know uh, this i mean age, with all these weird day and age it's not yeah cool. with all this weird shooter stuff man where what's it take especially when we're all high trying to have a good time yeah man. it did Chill freak out. me out i gotta <laughs> tell you we were walking we were walking behind him and my eyes i couldn't take my eyes off the gun man you know i was like i'm high as fuck there's a bunch of super high people here and this is you know this guy's fucking walking around with a gun it was weird i didn't know he was a cop i just it, thought he was some dude that it was, was gonna like, be funny is read the fucking constitution and fucking learned that you can open carry at the it turns out if you're in a convention center while there's a cannabis uh convention going on and it's during a weekend uh yeah you can carry you can open carry man it could just be one of those guys right where he's 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 actually harmless but he's like you know what I'm going to go down there and make sure that that cannabis expo is safe for a little right. bit. Freak everybody out. <laughs> hey, it could be a guy that goes, no, it's actually a bong. Check it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> true. Open your mouth, man. I pull the trigger and it shoots out a dab. Oh, man. Sorry. I misjudged no, we'll you. End the, you we'll, are cool. We'll end the gun talk with, yeah, there's, I hope it does get straightened out soon. It's totally ridiculous. Cannabis pills should totally be able to have a gun. Everybody else can. There are too many guns. i got a buddy that lives down in the city and- 
I'm like, he's like, look what I built out of the blue. And he just like built an AR because it's just easier and easier to get these kits. Yeah, but that's awesome, man. The, uh, uh, ARs are like, it's kind of like building a, a fucking Harley or a badass motorcycle or something. There's all sorts of different parts available and it's, it's really cool stuff, man. This is a celebration of technology, man, that machine gun. And yeah, I think it's an American. Yes, pretty soon you'll be able to 3D print your own gun for sure. But, and put but, it on your uh, drone. Yeah, but I I mean but I think it's a it's just such a cool thing to have. I had a friend that had, you know, like I was like, "Oh, check I went and saw an AK47." And he was like, "Fuck that, man. Look at this AR, this Bushmaster." And he showed it to me and I was like, "Wow, this is beautiful, man." It was just like this precision machined, you know, thing, you know, instrument. I mean, the fucking rounds are like 2 well, 3 my bucks point a being, piece. Man. A lot of people yeah, and a lot of people have them just to have them. Or we get that new Walking Dead mentality, man. When the when the grid goes down, man. You know what? When the grid goes down, I can picture like another like Chappelle style skit. Everybody's gonna, just gonna shoot themselves up. Like it's gonna be like a little war where they all just kill no. themselves off. All the gun. But listen, man. Just like <laughs> anyway. you never known a guy that's fucking badass at martial arts or the badass wrestler in high school, and you're like, you know what, man? He don't really. I don't think he's ever gotten in a fight because people know not to fight him. They're like, no, don't fight him. He's good at fighting. You know, that's a yeah. that's a, 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 a good strategy to have. You know, I remember I did jujitsu for years, and I always thought these guys, I mean, like one guy that liked to fight out of the whole crew. The rest of them were engineers, and if they tried to get got, you know, fucked with at a bar, they'd be like, dude, I, fought, I beat guys like, you know, whatever, guys that are way better than you up every day. I'm not interested, man. You suck. Go home. You know, so it was, yes. yeah, it just, uh, I don't know. I, I think that a gun does the same thing, where if you're like, hey, man, you know what? That neighbor over there, he definitely has a gun collection and uh, definitely goes out shooting and knows how to use them. He loves guns. Yeah, I'm probably not going to fucking rob him, man. Guns are for pussies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get some people's attention, see if they're still listening. All right, man, we got to take a break. Let's uh, Before we do, I'm going to shout it out to Source Vapes, guys. Kick it with your source of vapes. Uh, use coupon code DUDE. Check out, please. Keep it very dude. Yeah. That, that will help out the show. Um, and they have, man, I'm still running two of their vapes. Scotty likes the, the are you still doing the XL, the gram holder? I, I, you know, no, I'm actually, uh, I use the, are you taking a the Frostradamus is the one I'll use. And I don't use the gram holder anymore because it's, I think I ran out of wax. Now, <laughs> actually, like wax is, uh, you know, like rare. I get it by the gram instead of by the free slab now. So, um, no, I really. That's what I'm saying, man. We got to get on this rosin train. I never thought I'd say it, but I, my brain's ticking. I actually got a business meeting later about rosin. Wow, man. Nice. Nice. All right. Go for it. But no, I just wanted to say that. Hey, nothing has motivated me out of. I, I was just out of ignorance, man, because I was like, okay. What is the point of this? And I'm seeing a YouTube video of a guy smash a bud in a hair press. Right. And now, That's what I saw. I've been enlightened with the the Daxtractor, and you've been enlightened a little with that hit. And then where I'm thinking, you know what? You're always trying to be a little bit like, you know, the way I shop at Vitamin Cottage or try to, you know, pure and wholesome shit. No preservatives. Why the hell aren't you doing that with solvent? Solventless extractions. Awesome. You're getting, you know, and I, I believe I have to. I'm gonna have to get more into I think it. It's cool. Cool. Hey, real quick about Source Vapes is I uh, talked to their president over there. I think he's the president anyhow. He was telling me that they were having... Mr. Vape? <laughs> no, it was Robert, man. He was telling me they were having a problem with the atomizers and the batteries so that they are uh, they have some new stuff coming in. They, they fixed the problem. So I know we had a couple guys that were having problems with them. Uh, 
I'm trying my best to, to get all these things handled for you. I really didn't want to be the source vapes intermediary. But uh, if I dropped the ball or anything like that, I feel like there was somebody I owe an email to. Just just hook me up, man. Email me back, and I'll, I'll get you all hooked up. But I think source vapes has a new generation of batteries coming out that uh, uh, work a little bit better. Yeah, as long as the company's caring about their problems, because everybody sources that shit from you know different places over in China. It's not like you got this guy in Cali making his own awesome battery no, packs my, for a vape my wife pen. works at the vape pen factory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. All right, but let's go to a break here, guys. Check everything out at dudegrows dot com. Please go over there and hang out. Say what's up um, and keep it just I haven't read it all. Just keep it real in the YouTube comments. You know, keep it real. <laughs> oh, man, we don't, we don't even want to talk about it. I just got I got wind of a little bit. Look, of like, oh, man. man, what the hell is going on? Sometimes there? you got to take so. out the trash, man. Someday a real rain will come and wash all the scum off the streets. OK, OK. Now Scotty's getting to be under the. No, this is my favorite right, movie. We'll be... Taxi driver. Come on. So such good quotes. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Going to break. Got a pack to one We'll be right back, guys. More news to come. You're kicking back, listening to the podcast after a long day. You want to relax, chill to the max, and you know the way. So you're rolling up some sweet green stuff you planted and grew. And now it's time to get real high for the dude grows new. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. Right now is the time to get real high. For the dude grows new. Yeah. 
Are we all good too? You said uh, you reminded me before the show we might be talking with uh, Matt C- Matt from Mountainside. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt from Mountainside is going to be here in about an hour, man. And we're going to be talking. To... We can. We're going to talk specifically all about me. <laughs> he said, "Dude, I want to come over and design the dude a piece." Sweet. Yeah, and... I'll use it while I'm up on top of my horse and my prince <laughs> yes, outfit emperor dude and my. <laughs> my emperor dude bowl <laughs> ridiculous all right so we are going to talk about uh scotty is wants to develop his own specific perfume no it's not <laughs> it's not true but dude i remember i kind of made a joke I, I one time i was uh listening to this one guy's rapper guy and he was like yeah that's my cologne it's called the dutch and he was just kidding because they fucking smelled like weed they just smoked before they went into the studio or whatever it was like <laughs> they called yeah the it was on like a radio station he was like it's the dutch you know so i love that i'm like the dutch that should be a cologne you know I mean, it should smell like weed i've been saying that for fucking the past 10 years and uh well this is titled, yeah, yeah hit it smell like weed all day with these cannabis-specific perfumes. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just basically an uh, the- uh, advertisement for a few different perfumes or for this perfume. But uh, somebody, Zarina, is definitely launching what it calls the first strain-specific cannabis perfumes. The fuck, man? Please yeah, run back over in the day, me. People used, to, people used to put on perfume or cologne to mask the smell of weed. In 2017, people are finally embracing the skunky smell of icky, icky. <laughs> so, and they're saying they're going to do strain-specific cannabis perfumes. Right. says, well, marijuana perfumes aren't entirely a new thing. Zarina is talking or taking weed scents out of shops like Spencer's Gifts and giving them a classier approach. I haven't been in a Spencer's Gifts forever. Uh, so, Zarina is releasing three unisex, per- <laughs> unisex perfumes based on the following strains. Man, it's ridiculous. Blue Dream, OG Kush, and Space Cake, all of which are available for $74.20. All right. Damn. Oh, my God. Enough with the advertisement for these guys, man. But fucking. Seriously. uh, Yeah, it's a little (laughs) bit ridiculous, man. But I I don't. I just thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was funny. Um, Couldn't you just rub a little bit of weed on you if you want to smell like weed? I'll tell you what, man. Oh, shit. Just go do some gardening. Yeah. Yeah. Golly, Christian gave a little bag of weed to me. Normally, when you get cannabis nowadays, man, it's in a jar or something like that. But this is a little bag, and I had it in my pocket the whole time. And like, I, I remember, I like, literally, I tried to walk up behind shit. I think it was Colin or something. It was one of the the Mammoth P guys. I think it was the CEO actually. And I remember I tried to walk up behind and just quietly stand there and listen to the conversation. And as soon as I st- stood next to him, he just turned around and looked. Who the fuck stinks like weed, man? I mean, I like stunk up the whole area, man. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, I had the Dutch on. That's my cologne called the it called. It's called a bag of weed. That's my cologne. <laughs> Sorry, had to, that's funny, but this is what also you got, funny. man. I was reading through this, and you're in a. Zierner or whatever the hell this company's name is, says, uh, he goes, I'd already created, this is like the dude from the company, a handful of ad, uh, avant-grade VR, I don't know, I guess that's virtual reality, fragrance, fragrances. One of our most popular is Dark Ride, which smells like water slides. What? The, <laughs> dude, here, water slides the description. are gross, man. Dark Ride, here's the description on their site. A realistic interpretation of water ride staples like Pirates of the Caribbean, Jurassic Park, and Splash Mountain. Is this fucking for real, dude? Oh, my (laughs) God. No, man. Yeah, is that like anywhere that smells like uh... (laughs) a... 
Oh, no. They call it an intoxicating, moody scent (laughs) with the familiar note of coronated water. (laughs) Come on, man. Who gives these people money? Uh, Wow. Dude, I want to smell like water parks, man. All right. Oh, man. All right, let me get my shit back together here. dude, man, he just... There's something about him. He just smells like he just came from a water park. Is that macho? (laughs) I don't get it. You know what they're doing? Like, they're potentially doing, and this could be really smart. So, like, when you go to a water park, maybe this is it for, like, me, my corrupt guy mind. I'm, like, checking out all the chicks in swimsuits. And then then you spray this spray on you, and it smells like a water park, and you just get your... your, uh, Pleasure receptors go off a little. You're not exactly sure. Or when you are at the water park, you have fun at the water park. So when you smell like the water park, your brain starts to give you some of its pleasure. Uh, I got you. you yeah, like the association thing going on. I yes, see what you're talking exactly. about there. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, man. I will. Uh, what's up? What were you telling me? You're going to invest in these guys? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. Should find out who gave them money and ask them for some, though. I'll stop now. <laughs> you guys can look in the notes. They have some more shit that's pretty funny, too. But we'll move right. on. It's right. probably the same people guys. that are eating bugs. I do have the contract signed for the DGC Cup. So yes. it sounds like it's going to be pretty legit. I won't say it's 100% until... It's pretty much 100%. But Cultivated Synergy, check them out. Uh, that's where the event's going to be. I don't think there's any harm in telling people. Cultivated Synergy Denver. Right on. And full-on indoors smoke event. We are trying to, I don't know if I will say commission, but some really cool potential uh, guests to hang out. Man, we met this cat called Torchmouth, like I said at the yeah. show. I was um, trying to find him you know, online. Just... I couldn't really find too much about him, man. Kind of be like... DGC Cup meets, um, like, the uh, what's the touring circus with the rock shows? That they meet, like, it's your Jim Rose Sideshow Circus? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it meets, like, cannabis people. Right. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fun. Very cool. Anyway, yeah, cannabis people are creative. It. I don't know if you've heard, but so, uh, yeah, guys like Torchmouth are awesome. We'd love, we'd love to have you come on. Come on over to the party, man. Bring your torch and man. your mouth. April 15th, April 15th. Yeah. So, moving on. Let's go to story number six. This man. one was Talk weird, man. Your own, your own pal Jeff Sessions. Is that where you're Oh, no. Hit it, man. Yeah, let's check him out, man. Check him out. Jeff Sessions offers cannabis industry no reassurance. I mean, what the hell do you think he's going to say? <laughs> you guys are good. Yeah. No, uh, it's all good. I don't care. He is weird, though, I mean, he's man. not like... Did you, listen, did you hear how he talks? Like... He, if he, he probably talks how he looks in this picture. Yeah, he does. He goes, I will not commit to never enforcing federal law, whether an arrest, and well, I don't want to do it, but what the fuck is that? I will not commit to never enforcing federal law, so I have to cancel out the not and the never, right? So I will commit <laughs> to enforcing federal law. Okay, that makes I will not commit to never enforce it, all right? <laughs> what the fuck? I hate people that talk like that, man. So what else he says? He goes, whether an arrest and an and investigation of an individual who may be violating the law is appropriate is a determination made in individual cases based on sometimes unique circumstances surrounding those cases, as well as the resources available at that so time. So this guy so bores like you to death? Saying, is that the whole the strategy that he does? You stop listening to the words that he was saying, and then he just does what he wants? 
um, <laughs> he's saying, you know, I'm not sure. Should we mess with it? Basically, is there any money in this? Yeah, I think he says during his confirmation hearing, Sessions Sessions did say that such an action is absolutely a problem of resources given limited federal funds. Medical marijuana is now legal in 28 states in the District of Columbia. So, yeah, if I had the resources, I'd bust every reefer head out there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure what it's going to be skinnying down to is maybe the – the tail end, I don't know yet. And as long as there's still prohibition states, there'll be a black market full on. But where they're not seen, they're not able to make as much money as they did um, when we were in full prohibition, prohibition right. doing you know, right. af- uh, asset seizures and, and all that shit. And so they're not seeing the money in it. And the thing is, and I, I make this analogy, you know, when you're seizing the assets potentially of like people brewing up meth and right. shit. I don't know if they're as valuable as the assets of cannabis growers. You know, maybe it's because the cannabis growers aren't all tweaked out. They got nicer shit. They can keep their shit together better to have some, like, you know, whatever. But I don't know. Regardless, I'm pretty sure that in all those drug trades, in any drug trade, somebody's parlaying it into <clears throat> Lamborghinis and houses. Yeah, and, the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But regardless, um, you know, I don't. I, my gut feeling is, like, what did you expect him to say? Like you said, some people are like blowing him up in the news and this and that. Um, he's just going to sit back and do his thing. And in, in my opinion, if you're a really big black market guy, I think you could catch the, uh, you know, it happened out here in Colorado a couple years ago when that one VIP dispensary guy is like had some photos holding guns and stupid right. shit. And then they're like, the D is like, hey, look at these retards, you know, well, we should fuck with them for sure. There's other reasons. But regardless, if you're not a big Can't grower and all that, I don't think they're going to have the resources What's can't that? say retard anymore. My my yeah, kid told right. me. But I wasn't saying it. I was saying that that's what the DEA agents would have said about the people doing you're that. You're saying Jeff you know Sessions I mean? called you a retard? I was saying that's what... You're what? saying Jeff Sessions called you a retard? No, I'm saying that's the, that's what the DEA agents used to talk about the guys that were taking pictures with guns and shit, fully automatic weapons. Um, and I'm not saying it's okay they said it, but that keeps me in the clear. Because <laughs> I, I was just talking about what somebody else said, not actually what I said. You can say whatever you so want, I'm dude. Good. It's free country, man. Just I agree own with that your, shit. your daughter, though. So, <clears throat> regardless, uh, Dude's Grow Show summary of everybody worried about sessions is everything's going to be aight. Okay. Scotty's, grow show, or Scotty's Dude Grow Show summary <laughs> of uh, Jeff Sessions is... He thought the Klan was okay until he found out they smoked marijuana. Really? Is that like... That's, is he's that on, he's well on record enough. saying that. That's what he's famous. That's like the dumbest thing that he got caught saying, or at least the dumbest thing I've caught him saying so far. One of them? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that crazy. Oh, man. I hope I never man. meet him. He's like stuck. He's stuck in a... It's really weird. He's a guy stuck in a... What year is he stuck but in? Dude, but... Get like, this, though. He's from Alabama, okay? I've been to Alabama, and there's places out there where it's still racist as fuck, and uh, it's, it's a different world. It's, you can't ask a guy from Alabama or, or who has those kind of, you know, those kind of experiences to go to New York and, and govern properly or to go to northern Michigan and govern properly. You know, that's why you have local governments. You know, that's why we have states. Yeah. Why do we even need the federal government, bro? You, to, you know, maybe to for some things, but not for all this little shit. <laughs> you know, I, I do think they overstepped no, their you. boundaries. For the highways. We need them for and the And maybe roads. that's what Jeff Sessions is saying. Hey, look, I don't know. 
You know, maybe the states are doing their thing, or, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't think he is saying that, but you know, let the states do their thing, and and he'll worry about his you know things that the the Fed can be you know the, the Feds can be effective at. I hope that's the way he thinks. It's the way Republicans are yeah. supposed to think. Republicans are supposed to be less government. Well, uh, let's just do not no, number nine and ten here. Why don't you give some recharge love, which. Sounds kind of weird. But I'm not <laughs> chef, I'm not getting. Yeah, it. man, Eco Garden Supply out in St. Paul, guys. Minnesota. I will, sh- I will shout out to them. Really, really good folks out there. I think that is, that, yeah, that is Van Ripster's uh, local store. So, good, good folks out there, and thank you for supplying Minnesota with recharge. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Uh, you picked these two. I read these stories, covered them. What do you got here? Oh, we got number nine. We got other states, people in ag from other states coming out. Hey, yeah, you mind if I just and, uh, uh, hit no, just number seven? Is just about the Super Bowl. The Super yeah, Bowl's coming up, man. And I just want to say, oh, yeah, there yeah. is all sorts of bullshit where these guys these guys are the ones that need cannabis the worst, and um, they're, they're not allowed to use it, man. They're not allowed to treat themselves with it, and it really could help them. And the NFL is just run by this guy, Roger Goodell. He's whatever, the executive over there. I did see the other day at um, – uh, this probably ties in your story, I guess. The only reason I wasn't sure if we wanted to cover this because we talk about it a lot, but I did see at the gym I was working out and on the screen, it was like ESPN something, and the lower – Heading was NFL and cannabis use. Are they trying to change? They are. And what he said is, hey, you know what? It's on the table. It's on the table for discussion. I think the time is right. You know, they've gotten the ratings have fallen a little bit. And cannabis has made it to the table. I'm disgusted by it, man. When I see these guys just running into each other um, head first, spearing each other, and then they're dizzy when they get up. And I understand that's what the fans want to see. But I just think of the, you know. It's disgusting to me, man. I see these guys just killing themselves right in front of me. And I'm not a fucking bleeding heart. I like football, man. I'm having a Super Bowl party. But it has affected you know, how interested I am in the game. And I got to tell you, I, I, when, when I see the dizzy guy wandering I just back, realized I invited you snowboarding for the Super <laughs> yes. Bowl. Isn't it this Sunday? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. You bad. know, it was my bad when I asked my wife if I could go. I was like, hey. <laughs> anyway, I, but how do you take do your take then on the cross on that? And I'm kind of ignorant in this area, but you say, you know, it kind of disgusts you. I think you're saying a little bit. You're still willing to, you're, you're tuning in, so you're helping support it. I've become but, a lot less uh, interested. You know, I used to be like where on Sundays, I'd be like, you know what? I could watch any game, man. I'll just sit back. I haven't had a Sunday to myself for a while. I'm just going to relax and uh and watch a game, you know, spend three hours. So do you put the UFC in the same boat as to where these people obviously get damaging hits and hey, things and they're 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 not allowed to use cannabis either but I'm a what? complex person all right yeah they must be allowed to use cannabis because uh Who? ufc fighters ufc they, i'm sure that they don't have any kind of that not sure but i would suspect that they're allowed to, dude a lot of those fighters are stoners i man. thought we covered that on this show plenty of times ufc guys can't use cannabis i thought the governing whatever body they're testing oh, hard yeah, in there okay and i like, see what you're saying i didn't realize we covered i have a bad memory man all right but um hmm, I will, we'll investigate that i know they use cannabis when they're not fighting yeah i th- i don't know yeah i don't know i thought the issue was uh no cannabis use for the government yeah, body, hey, but i don't I like it when i see somebody you- get knocked out so fucking hard in the ufc that i'm not sure they'll ever be the same again i mean shit ronda rousey has never been the same again I think it really fucked with her confidence to getting beat that hard. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. Dude, she was at the UFC. They were booing the shit out of her, man. I felt terrible, man. Like a fucking human being trying her best, and she, she failed. They boo her. It's a tough crowd, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, that, uh, I didn't watch that as last fight here in December. Yeah, Ronda Rousey's a dude. No, Ronda Rousey's a chick. She was like this super uh, uh, dominant girl for a while, and then she just got knocked out bad, and she's just never been the same again. And it really fucked with her confidence. She's she's not well. So just to update you, Scotty. Yes, sorry, I, I feel like I hope. <laughs> You put yourself in those. Yeah, she's only got millions and millions Um, of dollars, okay? But people don't love her anymore. (laughs) As of a news story on January 11th, Nevada Athletic Commission. You are fast on the Google, brother. As NAC is being forced to, just like the NFL, they're going to take up the issue. And it says you bet the Diaz brothers will be watching closely because right now the NAC does not allow UFC fighters. Oh, just fuck. I'm cannabis. such an idiot, man. You're so right. We did do the story. I know about Nick Diaz getting suspended. Fuck. You're so right, man. That's what, that's what editing is for. Compartmentalizing right? your brain. <laughs> I said that? that's what editing is for. You're, oh, you're going to no, edit this to I'm make kidding. you sound real smart. You're going to cut me out bringing it up, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. that's." T- <laughs> I'm done editing. Scotty edits the show. To make himself seem like the smartest You one. know what's funny is I used totally to edit the show know. back in the day and really care about all the ums and, uh, the, and the pauses and everything like that. And it was, not, it was such a less natural show. Now I just let it go. It's two friends bullshitting, talking about some interesting things, hopefully. And, yeah, sometimes um, I'm wrong. Sometimes I forget shit. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you are right. Uh, but, yeah, I'd, I'd like I'm, to. St- I'm down for whatever, man. What I'd just like got? to see them. Yeah, it really does need to change. Now, we know cannabis is good medicine, and we know it's good for, the, you know, for these brain injuries that people are getting, specifically for those type of injuries. So it's just something where you know, the, the governing bodies, uh, you know, change happens slow. The governing, governing bodies need to catch up with kind of the, the will of the public. And shit, hopefully yeah. the Nevada Athletic Commission it's five guys that sit around and go, hey, we're losing this popularity contest. Rules change, you know, done. You know, it's not like in the government where it's really fucking hard to get the laws changed. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Let's move on to the next news story. Yes, sir. I got the, uh, hey, oh, well, you didn't know that uh, you didn't make the recent Soil Conservation Conference in Denver? I did not. Man, I did not. Did you go? Oh, man, well, you and all your love for the soil. You don't even make You know what? I'm just, uh, anyway. That actually sounds pretty cool. It's so fucking true, man. Did you go and you till the soil up, then the wind blows, and what happens, man? Some of that shit turns to dust. You know, that's why the well, nature has a, a cover crop, a natural cover crop, so when the wind blows and the fucking crop's covered with grass, or, you know, the, I'm sorry, the soil's covered with grass, you don't lose any of that soil. You can actually build it. It's no joke, man, all right? Don't be joking about soil, man. I I believe you. I believe you. (laughs) There's there's that conference going on, which brought out some different bigwigs from different ag departments. This is out of the cannabis, by the way. Agricultural departments in different areas of the nation. So they're like, hey, well, you're out here. Of course you guys are interested in what we're doing with cannabis. They took these guys and gals on some tours of some different grows, showed them how they do it indoor from, you know, clone or seed all the way to finish to drying room. You're on the cannabis article you're talking about? With these, like, what is it, like there's seven people standing there looking at all these crops? You see them? Look at the last dude. He's All right, man. The very last dude. Okay, from left to right. First chick, what's she saying? She's saying, ah, I'm not impressed. Right. (laughs) <laughs> no, she's the one that says that cannabis will never be legal in yeah. our state because she's just kind of like. Okay, uh, second girl is like, "How did I get here? Is that my large car?" 
Third guy is definitely just going, I cannot fucking believe this counts for my probation. Fourth chick goes, okay, it's okay for you to touch my face. Fifth guy's trying to t- uh, just t- send a selfie to his kid to make himself look cool. Yep, that yep. woman, second to last woman, is definitely thinking of the children. And that last guy is just hoping he doesn't have to play Santa Claus this next December, man. <laughs> That's a good breakdown. If I tried, man. I tried. Picture. <laughs> yeah, that one before him is definitely thinking about the children. But this is Colorado Agriculture Office shares pot knowledge um, and goes into I didn't know this either. The Colorado Agricultural uh, or Colorado Department of Ag is also working on the world's first government produced manual on how to grow marijuana. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, check this out. I like, I like this. He goes, when you start with no knowledge at all, it's rough, said Mix Yogurt, <laughs> head of <Colorado's, laughs> Colorado Division of Plant Industry, an agency with the agricultural department that regulates marijuana production and also licensed my recharge product. So I just want to say you guys are cool as hell and uh, got nothing but love for you. Thanks for my renewal this year. <laughs> Other than it starts when you start with, knowledge, with no knowledge at all. Hey, we're going to write a book about how to yeah. grow. All right. The first government produced book there is. And we're going to start with no knowledge yeah, at all. It's weird because sure. there are people outside the government that have knowledge about that, man. You think maybe you should hire one of those? There are consultants. Yeah. Yeah, they will. I'm sure right. they will. He, he the, uh, I think it's a he. He says he. You're conceded that Colorado agricultural officials ignored marijuana entirely for more than a dozen years from the time voters of the state approved medical pot in 2000 until recreational pot shops started opening in 2014. So stick your head in the sand, in man. ever grew marijuana. What's up? I said stick your head in the sand for 14 fucking years. That's a, a little yep, bit negligent. Yep. No. I mean, shit. Maybe we could give them. Uh, maybe we could be hired as consultants. Send them an email, dude. We'll help write that first government. Yeah, book. yeah. That's what I want to do. Is, is work for the government. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> I'll do that from inside. No, I wouldn't even do that from inside the prison cell. So I was like, all right, now that I'm in jail, I'll write your fucking pot book. All right. Yeah. So let's see here. I'm just scrolling through. I think that was all I really wanted. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Nobody in our agency ever grew marijuana. So how are we supposed to develop best practices, Yurt said? Uh, You fucking ask somebody that has. Then somebody chimes in, what about Dave? And Yurt's like, shh. shh, Dave's not here, man. Look this all up. All right. So last door kicking in. More Colorado businesses dropping pot. From pre-employment drug yes. tests. Yes. Okay. Okay. Isn't that shitty, man? So, uh, isn't, isn't that shitty? They, you go to, you're qualified. You have to go through all these interviews where they go, you know what? You'd be really good for this job. You know, whether it's something where you have to have specific uh, training, where you're like, yeah, you're a qualified machinist, sure, and you got a car and you live close and you want to do the job, great. And then to be like. Oh, by the way, now we got to see if you, uh, wh- you know, if you smoke weed at night to go to bed. You know, if you smoke weed or if you smoke weed once a week, you know, instead you don't drink, but you smoke cannabis. Nope, you're done. You know, you can have tons of fucking 12 shots of wild turkey well, every yeah. night to put yourself to sleep and wake up with a shit fucking hangover and you can get hired. But smoke one joint, you know, when you have a headache like the dude they did. They should rename you said wild turkey. Like it, it sounds like what's it called? Wild turkey. I remember when I was younger. And, all right, that's, that's probably cool, man. Wild turkey. Oh, yeah. yeah, they should name it what it is. They should Lighter like, rename fluid. it like fucking 
fucking idiot <laughs> instead of wild turkey. Wild turkey. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been there, but I mean, I don't. I don't do whiskey anymore. That shit. No. Not, the only reason I'd start drinking whiskey again is if I went back in time to the Wild West and there were whorehouses and I had a six shooter and all right. that shit. Oh my god! Then it would make sense. Yeah, it would to make me. a ton of sense but. just to slow your reaction time down. Pass out. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, uh, so the uh, deal. This is good. The thing that still sucks though with a lot of employers. I dealt with this myself when I did uh, tree work for a while, and because drug testing is super important in tree work for people to protect. Their insurance policies and all that, and there is a higher instance of people that do consume alcohol and hard blue-collar work, and when you combine a very dangerous job with all that, but I half cut off my thumb one day. And On weed? We had the, the <laughs> no, not at all. My our, our lead climber smoked oneies all the fucking time, even in the tree, right. even in a dead tree, 60 feet up with this, you know, I'm like, dude, okay, <laughs> I can, that, whatever. You know, your deal, but he was always good, man, and that's how it is, you know, um, for some people. But regardless, my boss knew, you know, I don't want to fuck you, you know, they the, the ER nurse asks, and so you want, do you want a drug screening on this employee? And he's like, nah, you know, they have that option. They don't have to right. do it. But that still sucks, even if you're going to get hired, so there's no pre-employment. If you get hurt on the job or wherever, you're still poor per company policy, potentially risk losing them helping you, even for a silly accident that you had nothing to freaking do with. You know, like the trash compactor explodes, you get hit with a piece yep. of metal, nothing, but but now you can't get anything because you are high, yeah, man. Yeah, you get what fired the heck, you know? because there's, there's weeding. They hurt you because their machine was fucked up. Um, you were just out there doing a job, and and you end up getting fired, and then you don't even get medical benefits. You know, you know, you don't even get your medical paid for, uh, be, because that they found traces of cannabis in your system. I mean, what are we doing yeah. here? What, what are we trying to do here? Yeah, you know, you're trying to it, it, see if somebody at the time. I mean, sure, there's how many people have gotten hurt at work. And it is their fault because they were, uh, t- I don't know, too high on pills sure. or drunk or sure. whatever. I'm saying you can be too high, too. Don't get me wrong. You could be too high on cannabis to be at work, and you should not be doing that. But um, regardless, it's just the whole gray area of frustration that we have with this beautiful plant of how it stays in your system. And there is no... And I don't think there ever is going to be. I'm going to diss on science and be like, there's not going to be any reliable way to give me a number to give me to say that with this number you're too high yeah it's just so easy to demonize it too we we skipped on a story that we had there's a guy in england guy there's obviously something going on in england an anti-cannabis uh propaganda going on right now or there's some money being spent on it and this guy like got in a car accident and uh had a three-year-old and he hurt himself and he hurts a whole whole bunch of people in england and it was like he had smoked marijuana the night before and then drove 500 miles to help his friend move it was like well kind of sounds like a decent guy man you know drove a few hundred miles to help his friend move had, had a truck but uh oh my god he smoked marijuana the night before and then he went on too long of a trip and fell asleep i mean the night before really so it's just so goofy the way yeah. that people demonize things. Everybody sometimes depends on your attitude. You know, you were saying that, you know, hey, life isn't safe. You know, life is risky. It's true. You know, and if you, you know, get mad anytime something happens and look for somebody to blame, you know, that's, that's just a lame way to, to look at life. You know, it's guaranteed. And if it's not guaranteed, somebody's paying. 
What a bunch of bullshit. Pay your money, take your chances, no? Yes, yes, sir. I can uh, agree with that. The last part of the story is kind of interesting, but makes sense. The industries in Colorado that had the highest percentage of businesses that drug test employees were mining, utilities slash transportation, communication and construction so basically all the industries where you can get really fucked up yeah i want to say (laughs) yeah i gotta change my tune there if the motherfuckers gets too if the guy gets too high and then blows up the wrong spot in the mine and traps me in a bunch of coal oh i'm pissed man no that no the industries with the lowest percentage what do you think what do you (laughs) think for insurance oh that's pretty cool um the guys that financial slash Real estate, I'll say our realtor partakes. Sure. <laughs> Me and Scotty share the same realtor per my referral, which I still need that fee. <laughs> and uh, software slash hardware, go figure. Guys and computers, I can't believe they are totally right. down. I need to see in 3D, bro. It helps me see more conceptually. You said 3D, which is reminding me of this VR as far as... Uh, yeah, what's gonna what's gonna happen with VR? Some people are saying like, because uh, my, my kid asks, he's like, dude, there's those VR goggles. We're at the Verizon store, or right. whatever. It's like, man, why do you need a? I mean, I don't get it. Like, you need to. We're already in it, and now, like, we're. I guess it's because it takes you to another world, you know. And then, of course, everybody's like, there's this one guy that Duncan Trussell sure. cat does a podcast. And he's like, at the VR, he tries to get people to put on his VR goggles with porn in them. I'm like, oh, my but God. you're really Where are we talking here? to your kid. Your kid's looking at this whole virtual world, the virtual reality, and he's going, Dad, it looks so amazing. And you go, Nah, we don't need it. You got plenty of reality right here, you know. <laughs> Is that how I sound? I think maybe to him, I'm not sure. You want, you want reality, or you want yeah. reality? I'll put you through the fucking Just wall. Just open your eyes. That's, you got uh, reality. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll give a couple quick shout-outs before we end sure, the show. Man. That was from Bill Bill Burr. It does a uh, It's kind of like a Family Guy-style animation right. show, and he always threatens his kids. He's like, if you let anything happen, if anything happens to your sister, I'll put you through that fucking wall. Oh, <laughs> like, so if you haven't seen the Bill Burr, God, I forgot the name of it, an animation. He also has a new stand-up out on Netflix. Man, we should be getting paid for this shit. Netflix, we're going to check. <laughs> Just, I really dig on Bill Burr. He's a funny cat. And then uh, lastly, I'll say you reminded me, Scotty, with the VR talk, virtual reality, if you will. Um, if you just picture everybody walking around or just sitting on their couch and getting fatter and dumber, this more and more life ties into the movie Idiocracy as the hey, future. Don't forget that movie sad. Wally. I remember watching that movie Wally being like, what the fuck is this, man? It was all these people riding around on little like segways because they were too lazy to move and. Is that that's like a Pixar yeah, or something? Yeah, and I was like, huh, I didn't okay. really get it back then, but now that it's 2017, I kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. That's my entertainment seg- segment of the show. If you want to laugh, Bill Burr, Netflix. If you want to say, you got to get really high for either one though, <laughs> or for that other Id- idiocracy. We've talked about it before in the show. It's, it's time. Uh, At first, you might be like, "What the no, hell?" No, it's this? brilliant. It's funny as shit. Brilliant. It is. It is. I forgot. Anybody know? Here's a good good movie. Are you a movie buff, Scott? Uh, you, you know, I haven't seen movies in the past like fifteen, twenty years since they started to suck, man. 
since they stopped handing them what back for rewrites, it? man. They used to when they had they only had a few theaters to put movies in back in the day, man. So they'd be like, ah, oh, we kind of don't have. Uh, we're, we're not ready for you on the studio, so j- just rewrite this, man. Rewrite. Now it's not ready yet. Rewrite this. Now they're like, we got tons of production companies, tons of studios. Don't worry. We'll write it the day we shoot it. It'll be fine. We got an explosion. What do we need to write? What do we need a script for? We got an explosion. And Idiocracy is brought to you by Mike Judge. I don't know if you've ever heard of the cat. Mike Judge from Beavis yeah. and Butthead, from King of the Hill. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Okay. That's it for entertainment and getting high. Uh, save the date i'm not gonna be too repetitive <laughs> april 15th become a member if you like what you hear you laughed a little you got a nice grow going on going over to dogrows.com sign up become a member always helps to we cause can absolutely use it guys we're using that to uh to definitely throw on this dgc cup and uh <laughs> let's just say we're we're not net positive right now so it'd be a real big help if you guys were ever thinking about uh joining up we really could use the support right now. We're trying to throw a really nice event for everybody. Uh, the Cannabis Cup is not coming to Denver, so we wanted to really throw a, a cool cannabis event for our community. Uh, so, yeah, please participate. 10-6, man. 10-6. Do you even know? Do I even know? Uh, do you know what 10-6 means? My cop buddy's like, do you even know what you're saying? 10-4, yeah, good buddy. You know what 10-4, good buddy means? I was in the CB era of the 70s, right? I had a CB in my bedroom <laughs> with a big uh, antenna hanging out. The general purpose of the 10-6 code means busy unless urgent. So 10-6, Scotty, okay? 10-4. <laughs> and don't, don't make me go 10-7. That's out of service, hmm. man. Don't All be right. my good buddy. <laughs> I'm going to go 10-7 for the weekend, DGC. We will talk to you All later. All right. Take her easy, dude. Peace out.